You know, this session is over. I, I have someone coming soon. I, I think you better leave. That's it? Think of me, you should know that your boyfriend, he hates old people, he hates children, and he hates dogs. And that broad's out there crying still, right? In the exit room. You're still in the exit room. <laughs> everybody, welcome to the Filmwork Podcast. I'm Stephen Hurst, with me is Ben Pegley. Hello, back again. And we're doing a film club again this week, and we've got another one that we've been planning to do for fucking ages. Yonks and yonks. And it's uh, something quite different from what we've done before. This is Legends of the Fall. Yes. From 1995. Yes. Uh, 94 if Four, you're in America, you're in I think. Yeah. So, um... This takes me back to that prime year at uh, college where I started getting to go to the cinema all the time, so 94 and uh, 95. Mm-hmm. Um, heavily, so I went and saw everything basically, and that's why I saw this because every time I went to the cinema, I would see the goddamn ad- advert for this film. Mm-hmm. And aside from Who's the Hot Brunette, um, <sighs> she's totally up my alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, God damn it, Brad Pitt, I hate this guy, I hate this guy, and, it, and it's total, you know, teenage jealousy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dude with the long blonde hair and, yeah, and all that sort of shit. And he's like, nope, not interested, not interested, not going, not going. Right, what are we going to go see? What's new out of the cinema this week? Legends of the Fall. Okay, let's go see it. <laughs> <laughs> you just end yeah. up going to see it anyway. Yeah. And was very surprised when I came out the other end of this film, because I thought that this was a case of, hey, the trailer's kind of giving us away kind of giving away everything isn't it mm. um, but it didn't it gave no. away the uh, certainly what happens with the younger brother um, but beyond that it was all uh, news to me it was all a complete mystery I was very surprised at well how much this film surprised me as, as the plot went on I had no idea where it was going um, but uh, yes came out the other end uh, a fan of Brad Pitt so I think soon after this I was on to Seven which I think yep. I believe came out after uh, and I've been a fan ever since mm. So that's my beginnings with this film. Right. Well, um, my little, my uh, yeah. Well, I I uh, can't remember how I happened upon the film, but I did happen upon it when it came out and saw it and and uh, mm. I, yeah, I I, I uh, yeah liked it right. From, I, I mean, you know, those uh, the big sort of expansive, you know. Um, epic type story though these types of things mm. um you know can be very appealing anyway if they're done well you know and and yeah. i think this you know although the the film does ha, did catch some uh, you know some criticism um i think it's it it's you know it's a very nice looking movie and it and i and i think the sort of you know in terms of this kind of period you know melodrama i think it's great i mean it's it's i can mm. watch, again i can watch this film over and over and over. Um, plus, of course, like you already mentioned, the lovely Julie Ormond. And uh, oh god, oh my goodness, <laughs> she—I didn't know who she was. At the, I remember thinking, "Who is that?" She Anyone remembers know. that Ben and I covered uh, a year or so ago on the film club? We did the Baby and Mac on. I would not yeah. have sought that film out if I had not seen this. Mm. Uh, sorry, if I wasn't, if I hadn't fancied the hell out of Julie Ormond. Yeah, 
Oh my goodness, she was yeah. she was absolutely breathtaking in this. Uh, yes, just lovely. Um, and of course, it was in- weird because it had um, you know uh, Henry Thomas in it. Yeah, yeah, the kid from ET, so he's all grown <laughs> up. Woo! And it's all grown up. Oh my promptly God. disappeared again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and for me, Brad Pitt. I, I first became aware of Brad Pitt in um, uh, Cool World. No. Cool oh World. really? Yeah, oh, it was right. Cool World. I think. Cool World. I saw. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and and then um, it would have been, um, uh, I guess, California and, Th- um, and Thelma and no, Thelma Louise was before California, wasn't it? Yeah, Thelma Louise, of course. And um, yes, and yeah, Thelma Louise was nineteen ninety. All right, so yeah, yeah no, that was yeah, yeah. Right, sorry, but so, in, but in terms of like really paying attention mm. uh, to him, um, I guess probably California. Yeah, um, and that was weird. And then, and then he was, you know, he was. I, I, I liked his little cameo in True Romance. I thought he was funny. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I didn't really get in that. I wasn't that into Interview with a Vampire with him. But, but this was just. I, I you know this is the film that that kind of set the whole thing about. You know, I, I can't think of anyone who cries and emotes an, a male or uh, actor who does that as well as Pitt does, right. especially in this film. Mm. Um, I just it's it brings me to tears every time I see that that clip of him at at, at uh, the grave. And yeah, she she comes to see him and he's he's just ha- having a moment and he's he's all upset and everything. It's yeah. like I you know I, I I I that just chokes me up. Um, hmm. and the film does that on <laughs> just every five minutes. It's such a tragic. I mean, it is kind of almost <laughs> ridiculous. In, you know, in terms of the amount of tragic things that happen. Yeah. Um, and uh. uh but yes, anyway, we'll maybe we'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've already mentioned it, so you know, sprawling American epic, mm-hmm. and I wasn't expecting it to be quite as epic as it was in the end. And if anything, I think the film could probably serve to be a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, certainly in its second half, because uh, some things it, uh, I do think it, it kind of sort of you know, right, and we need to join these dots. We need to have this brother go here and become you know a politician and blah 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 blah. I don't think uh, I think certainly in that second half, once <laughs> once Brad Pitt goes fucks off around the world to you know just like oh you know surrounded yeah. by naked women on a boat and shit oh <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, I, I do always watch that montage going what the fuck is he doing yeah. finding himself yeah he's, 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 he's on a journey yeah um, and yeah. um and Aidan Quinn uh, does marry uh, the character of Susanna yeah and uh and, and I feel that they are giving very very little uh to do I, I don't th- think you get enough uh, of those two, especially for her, because I mean, uh, the next time you sort of see her is when he comes back, and then suddenly you can tell that she's still into him. Um, yeah. Oh, it's and, and what have you? It's, mm. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that that is uh, again. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, I mean, it's almost as if you you could make. Um, do you remember sort of stuff like North and South and those miniseries, like things like that? It Patrick remi- Swayze. <laughs> yeah, it reminds yeah. me of 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 that kind of thing in terms of you you could mm. it this might have been better as a as a three part or a three hour you know three mm. part miniseries type thing uh, yeah. something something a bit more uh, so you could have a bit more time with all the because I agree I think this the, you know the whole with, with Susanna her sort of marriage and the fact that she's still you know completely in love with um, Tristan and uh, and all that and uh, you know it, it does come across I mean her she delivers that really well when she goes to see him in in the jail 
I know we're kind of getting very specific here, but 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 she, you know, that whole sort of thing about her being desperately sad in her marriage to um 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 thingy Aiden Quinn's character. What's his name? Oh shit. Um. Yeah, you know, I think she does. She does that really well, and her and obviously her fate is is so tragic because she, you know, she kills herself in the end. And um, I yeah. absolutely love that scene when that happens. Uh, yeah, that really struck me first time round. It, I thought that was so. Just the sort of uh, the process that she goes through before actually get picking up the gun and yeah. shooting herself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's obviously it's cut across with what else is going on in the film as well. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, really uh, strong. It's really strong, and and I think she is, um, she is incredibly compelling. Uh, as is mm. well, as is um, Brad Pitt. I think he, he, the the two of them are very much. You know, have it um, sewn up for me. Although uh, the the one thing, and my, my my sister listens to this podcast, she's going to be thinking to herself to herself right now. You haven't mentioned Anthony Hopkins. You haven't mentioned his stroke acting. Stroke. So I, I'm, I'm I'm patiently waiting for it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to mention that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it yeah. does get to a point where where it's almost it's so tragic. That it's it starts to it does border on the okay I I can't deal with any more tragedy befalling these this group of people I need to mm. you know we need to end it now um, but once you know I feel that you know once I'm getting to that sort of point with it that that's when I get to that point with with when Isabel too uh, is is shot accidentally and all that stuff happens and it's like she's she's dead and it, it's you know it's all kind of going. But then, obviously, they play the the movie out with hmm. the redemption of um, uh, of uh, um, Alfred, and um, you know the killing of the, of all the guys at the at the homestead there, hmm. and um, and that's uh, one of the favourite moments for me in the film. Yeah. Oh, uh, is, is, is Alfred appearing, yeah. uh, sh- shooting the last guy uh, right. to protect, uh, well, to pe- protect the father, really. But I mean, obviously, Tristan throws himself in the line of fire as well. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I love the fact that Tristan, at that point, has resigned to his fate because he says, you, yes. take, you take me out in the woods or whatever." And, that's you know, right. Not... So the kids don't see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, and. Uh, I, uh, I I I like the narration, you know. I like the mm. narration. Um, uh, uh, who's the actor who played um, One Stab? Um, oh God, uh, Gordon Tutusis. That's the one. Sorry, <laughs> I don't even his last name. His name's Gordon. I loved that whole outro with the you know the fact that you know that he finally faced the bear and you know it was a good mm. death and all that so I like that I mean fuck it I'm I'm in you know it's like this yeah. I, I know that you know people give it a lot of uh, of, um, of 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 criticism uh, especially with Hopkins um, mm. and all that but you know fuck it I, I, I buy it I lap it up it's great <laughs> um, I, I was always uh, I always have been a fairly unsung um, Aidan Quinn fan mm. I've always found him uh, one of these actors that's sort of underrated but he's always very good yeah. and, and obviously here he's overshadowed by the I mean this is you know Brad Pitt rising mm. basically um, but uh, I, I always you know I'm, I'm, I'm looking closely at the Aidan Quinn scenes because he's got a more interesting character uh, to me you know because mm. Brad Pitt to me is the pretty boy that everyone for, and it is it, it basically says you know you're the one that everyone loves and yep. and it's true and you're not even given a goddamn reason why people are just naturally drawn to him 
which pisses me off. <laughs> um, so I, I'm more. Free, I feel if if I was in this family, I'd be more. Hopefully not the Henry Thomas character, um, but certainly much more the, uh, uh, the the Aiden Quinn of fuck's sake. I'm trying my best, and I can't get the goddamn attention that I want. Mm. Yeah, from think, a from a woman that I love who doesn't love me, or yeah. from the father, you know, who who you know, etc. I'm not saying it's not it's like that in my life, um, but but I, I I feel his pain much more than anything. Brad Pitt he's <laughs> fucking hookers on his boat, and oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I think I I I buy into both uh, things. I, I I like the fact that you know um, that Alfred is. You know, he's the one who follows the rules and is 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 the the, the proper and he he's all hmm. you know. And in fact, that's even in the in the dialogue, isn't it? You know, he's like, I followed hmm. all the rules and you broke everyone and kind of thing. And yeah, uh, you know, and I like that uh, about about his his character. And but I like I like the opposite of that with with Pitt's character. I like I like the fact that Tristan is t- is fucked up. He's fucked up, but he is. But he has this kind of magnetism about him that that makes mm. people drawn to him, you know. Um, but he has a, a massive internal, you know, struggle, and and of course the whole thing that happens with his uh, with um, the younger brother in World War One, mm. um, you know, it, it just it fucks him up, and he doesn't he never deals with it, does he? That's that's part of the the uh, yeah the problem, and yeah, because um, uh, yeah, because. Because that, because it's important, I think, in that in that part of the movie when they're over in in Germany, wherever they're fighting in France or wherever they are, the first first world war. It's in, I think it's really important that Alfred's wounded. He's out of action, isn't he? He's in a field hospital, and it's 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 Tristan who has to go after um, Samuel to try and save him, and has to see him shot to bits and and then cut his heart out and all the rest of it. Um, it's not it's not Alfred who has to do any of that. You know, he doesn't carry any of that. Mm. And and I think that's that's important, and and I love that whole exchange with them later on, where he uh, he's sort of you know Alfred's um, you know in uh, in uh, what's the word he's um, you know uh, intimating that that they may have had something going on before they went even went off to war and. And yeah. Pitt, Pitt gives him that whole kind of you know because he was your brother and you loved him I'll let that go like once. <laughs> Just what and the whole once thing, and that that just reminded me of Johnny Dangerously as well. Anyone who's seen Johnny Dangerously, uh, <laughs> you'll nice know what hair. I mean. Yeah, you'll know what I mean. Uh, um, anyway, but I like it when Hopkins, uh, you know, has at it with Quinn as well before mm. Quinn, you know, leaves, yeah. you know, for good. And uh, yeah, there's a good exchange there. Well, everything Hopkins is doing up to the point where he arrives with his dragging his foot and his grey hair and his and his cheroot um, <laughs> and going <laughs> all, all, yeah, everything he does up to that point is is great I love the um, the, the his you know, him being this sort of um, you know uh, uh, career army guy who just saw too much you mm. know uh, ter- too many terrible things and, and rejected it all and then and then all the kind of issues that he has with his boys uh, especially Samuel wanting to go and fight in the war and everything and mm. all the exchanges uh, I think that's some really good writing there. I, I really enjoy. It. I really, you know, really enjoy what Hopkins is doing. Um, is it good writing, or is it just a poor trailer when you watch it and you go, "Yep, there's Dead Meat Thompson <laughs> in <laughs> the younger know. brother." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of these <laughs> things you can sort of map out, you know, in that. Well, way. it's I mean, it's within the first half an hour, so you yeah. kind of have to, you know, it'd be hard to make a trailer um, about this film without sort of, you know, hinting at what's kind of going to happen in, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with love triangles um, and yeah, deaths in the family and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I think everyone is uh, uh, terrific, and, and like I said, you know, after they've had their affair. Um, and after the, the younger brothers died, and after he's he's then had the 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 the, the relationship with the girl, mm-hmm. that's where the film started to take me by surprise. Because I was like, right, where where do we go from here? Yeah. And he actually settles down with her, sort of, mm-hmm. to try and have a life together, but it doesn't work. And then yeah. he fucks off, yeah. um, and then she goes and marries the other brother, and then he yeah. comes back, and then he gets married to Isabel too. And that's when I was like, bloody hell, this is really not going where I thought. I thought this triangle was going to come back into effect, but it only really stays with her yeah. in mind um, and then obviously affects both of the brothers when she kills herself mm-hmm. um, and there's a lovely moment where uh, Alfred has sent the telegram going you have won I'm bringing her home mm. yeah yeah uh, yeah and as you said the death of Isabel too as well that shocked the living hell out of me as well yeah yeah and and I, and, and, and uh, Tristan's reaction he just just beats the crap out of that Oh fucking yeah, do about, like. about, about, about that cop before uh, mm. before they they subdue him, but yeah, I, lo- I love it and um, yeah, it's all good. I, I mean, I think for someone like me also who I mean, I know pe- people who critic who would criticize the film. They, they you know, I, I guess I've read a lot of things that you know criticizing this idea of that you know, be, like for example, mm-hmm. you know, the the homestead, you know, that the 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 family. Uh, you know, have these, uh, they're, they're friendly to Indians, you know, the Ludlows are kind of quite liberal, yeah. you know, quite sort of, um, you know, uh, uh, sort of free thinking, you know, they're not, they're not prejudiced, you know, they're sort of, mm. you know, uh, and obviously, um, you know, you have that scene with, uh, in the bar where they get the beers and, and uh, Tristan beats the crap out of the barman and, you know, um, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And, and, I, and I've, I have seen people write saying, oh, that, you know, criticizing that but bollocks I, I, I like that because it, and it, you know and I, I admit that because it appeals to my own sensibilities as I like the fact that that that's the way that, that household is and that you know you've got um, you know uh, it deals with that in that sort of way rather than mm. rather than people being prejudiced or you know whatever um, yeah fuck it I like it <laughs> we better mention the music James Horner hello yeah he's uh, he was doing a few tricks that he'd already he was already doing uh, at the time I think certainly there's a music cue in here that I was like that's very Jack Ryan mm. um, either from well actually from both um, of the films that he had done uh, being um, Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger which would be around about the same year as this but also there was some work in here that you you would see him develop in films like Braveheart yeah. the following year uh, and then I guess to to an extent Titanic but yeah no that's uh, some good stuff yeah I, I like it I mean I wouldn't say that um, I wouldn't say it's you know top draw Horner stuff but I think I, I think in terms of servicing the the film it's expansive and it has mm-hmm. a it, there's a you know it, it, it works for the for mm. the melodrama you know for what's going on and um and you know, I don't know. It just I I I I watched this film uh, absorbed in the in it in what's going on, and I love the performances and the music's just going along with that, and not not giving me any problems. So I you know I, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, the director, um, Ed Zvick, um, mm-hmm. uh, I want to mention quickly, he's, I mean, he's done a lot of films that are sort of, the sort of between the two hour and three hour mark type mm. epic type thing. And the last samurai he would go on to do, yeah. which again was, oh, this is epic, but it's, it's, it's not quite there but it's no. it's close enough or, or it's you know you, you know what, what it's aiming for uh, glory uh, glory he had done yeah, previous to this as well glory, which i think yeah. was the, the the big one that most people remember that from yeah. what, what he'd done before um did he do i'm looking oh no courage under fire yep mm-hmm. last samurai blood diamond, blood diamond so yeah. it's um you, you, you know it, it's it's certainly uh an area that he's comfortable in mm. but i i but um it's it's nothing that he's never been sort of. Fo- I mean, he's never won an award or anything. I don't think yet. Mm. Uh, I don't even know if he's been nominated. Don't know. Uh, to that end, mm. yeah. But uh, bizarrely, he's going to be doing the next Jack Reacher movie that we're getting later this year. Strange. Jack Reacher two. Jack Reacher never looked back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously he knows Cruz from the Last Samurai, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'll be that connection. So, is it a paycheck? Who knows? I doubt yes. it's going to be. It's hardly going to be an epic. It's going to be more of a thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it'd be nice to see him do something like this again because um, mm. he does pick interesting subjects in interesting places in the world in interesting times yeah. um, and it would be nice to see him be able to uh, continue that because these films I mean this was a hit was yeah it yeah it was yeah. and uh, Samurai mm. was a hit Glory was was a big hit that got a, a award for um, Denzel Washington I believe mm. his first uh, Oscar um, yeah so he certainly you know brings in the bank and plenty of it yeah. So uh, it would be nice to see something like this again. It's been a while since we've had something done like this properly. Um, yeah. You occasionally get directors trying but failing. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I always I quite like the yeah the, the, the I thought it was interesting when when it first came out and the fact that it was set um, you know in World War One you know so it's yeah. so yeah, because I think with with where when you have ostensibly western or you know you have that kind of american you know um type big expansive type story epic it's te- it tends to be civil war or it tends to be cowboys and stuff and it's kind of an in- you know like we, we when we were talking about the um sergio leone the dollars movies you know mm. that those are you know uh, i i think we said at the time that on- only um uh, Good, the bad, and the ugly has a definite time that it's set you know, during a specific battle in the Civil War. And, you know, the others could be sort of any time in in that sort of general mm-hmm. period. It doesn't really matter, you know. Whereas I, I, what I quite like about this is it's just that little bit later. So yeah. there's So there's cars and there's automatic weapons and the, and yeah. you know there's that kind of it's a different feel to it. Um, yeah. And obviously World War One, you have that whole that whole section which, which has right. a sort of very different feel to it in the in the middle of what's ostensibly that sort of expansive. You know, Americana uh, look. You know. Oh, look, Bart the Bear. Yeah, the bear. <laughs> Bart the Bear in the cast yeah. list. I think uh, uh, going back to the climax of it, I think the thing I like the most about the climax is that although this film is technically centered to a point on Brad Pitt's character, the tra- trajectory of that character, and then everyone else around him. Mm-hmm. Um, although the ending is about him, he doesn't take any action. It's everybody else that's uh, taking action in that scene. That yeah. ki- killing these four guys that there, the dad, the, uh, yeah. the, the the land hand, and then finally um, Alfred. Um, 
Yeah, nice. It's not like you know uh, uh, Brad's here to save the day kind of thing. Yes, uh, I, uh, which that, is nice. I I like. Yeah, that's that's a nice dynamic. The fact that he's the one who is who at that point is, you know, completely sort of um, you know uh, station not stationary, but you know he is not the active mm. uh, m- member of the you know active participant. Right. Um, yeah, it's good. It's all good. I, I you know, and like I said, the voiceovers, the whole thing about you know. Uh, the, the him being you know sort of seemingly the most likely person to sort of you know to to ha- die a grisly death but ended up being uh, you know the most long lived and he does die a grisly death well early yeah die early yeah in fact he lived to be a ripe old age and finally found his fate with the, with the bear but this whole idea of you know him you know, what would they say I think um, in this voice or something about him being the you know a rock against which they all sort of smashed you mm. know um, so everyone else kind of Felt, felt falls by the wayside first, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. I mean, I, I, shit. I mean, you know, it's it's <laughs> it's bloody lovely, and Julie Ormond's lovely. Oh God, she is. <laughs> oh, oh such a shame that her career. But I mean, because I watched the few sort of films that she did after this. I mean, obviously, mm. I also discovered by accident on Channel Four, Baby and Mac on, and my mm. God, that's one for the bank. <laughs> She's all kinds of nude in that one, isn't she? Oh. Yeah. God, and she yeah. looks great naked. Um, it's she such does. a shame that she she lost out on playing Russell Crowe's wife in Man of Steel. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but she done. She did. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, I, I subjectively at the time, because obviously, probably like you, when, when, once I was aware of of her, mm. um, and this probably being the film that did it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I it, you ha- it seems like it was sort of you know first night that bloody thing that she did with with uh, Richard Gere yeah um, and then Sabrina and I remember seeing her in the remake of Sabrina with with Harrison Ford and just thinking yeah a load of shit and yeah and I, I was like oh okay it's not quite happening is it and and, and that's was, yeah getting that kind of that. screwed it up for her. She mm. did. She. Uh, I mean, the year after Sabrina, or the two years after Sabrina, she did one film in 1997. I mean, she's done plenty of films since, but one film where she got the lead, and it was. Uh, it wasn't quite a full success, but uh, it's definitely a fascinating movie, and it's a thriller, mm. uh, a drama thriller worth watching because her performance is impeccable, and it's mm. called Smiller's Sense of Snow, based on yeah, a book. And uh, with uh, Gabriel Byrne, it's got a great cast in there, and it's a small sort of you know Euro thriller, um, mm. and uh, but it's definitely worth checking out because her performance is like right there, there she is, and that's what she can do. And it's a shame she never, you know, she didn't get picked up by the big time. You know, after Sabrina, they were like, well, she clearly she's a dud. First night in Sabrina, mm. pff, don't want her anymore. She's bad news, um, and that's yeah. such a shame. I mean, she's done plenty of films since, but I've seen just few of them because they've, they've just not been on you, you know you know on the TV or uh, you know yeah. I haven't really seen them when they've come out um, and I, then I didn't see her again until she had a bloody supporting role in the curious case of Benjamin Button playing yes, the uh, daughter yes yeah. which was very, very I remember thinking that was rather odd and, and of course mm-hmm. this is a, this is a long time later you know this is this is not the same Julia Ormond that one remembers yeah and, um, like 14 years later and she's in her 40s or something yeah 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 it's she's kind of weird 51 now yeah it, it's, it's it's an interesting thing I mean I, weirdly for me I, I don't know whether, whether you, you'll sort of get the analogy again but for me the mm. same thing sort of happened with um, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio yeah, you know, she seemed to be like right on the sort of 
you know right on the kind of verge of becoming you know a, a really big thing um, yeah and you know it's, I, I remember seeing her in the January Man and thinking oh she was yeah. nice and then and then of course you got the Prince of Robin Hood Prince of Thieves and, and yeah. the Abyss and things like the that abyss. and then it was sort of just she just seemed to sort of not it just didn't quite happen <laughs> You know, <laughs> yep. it's weird how that happens. It's yeah. Just, yeah, you get a few people that are sort of like, hey, they do a couple of films, and then you go, where are they? Mm. Mary Stuart Masterson. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Here we oh are. dear. <laughs> but this film, where's Sherilyn Fenn? God damn it! <laughs> uh, well, weirdly, I tell you what, I don't know about Sherilyn Fenn, but but um, you know, I couldn't believe it. Uh, going off topic a little bit, but I couldn't believe it. You know, in, mm-hmm. in uh, watching Gotham the other night and uh, seeing Tank Girl uh, arrive. You know, oh, Laurie Petty. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> wow, oh, wow. And she's kind of, she was her her costume was very, um, uh, it was kind of very uh, uh, Harley Quinn esque actually. But uh, all right, uh, Harley <laughs> Tank Girl Quinn. Um, it was weird, <laughs> yeah. But it was just strange seeing her as this kind of middle aged version of that kind of character. And, yeah, uh, she was good actually. She was good, but it was kind of oh, like good. fucking hell. That's Tank Girl. <laughs> Where's she been? <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here we are. Uh, all right, mm. let's get off this then. But uh, yeah, def- uh, there's let's a recommendation for people. Smiller's Sense of Snow. Go check that one out. It's one that I would do on the uh, uh, the film club, but it's a case of when we have the time and finding it and making someone else watch it first. Um, so mm. maybe, but uh, just in case we don't, go watch it anyway. But my rating for mm-hmm. the uh, Legends of the Fall is oh god, I'm like four easily at least four but I'm there, I might go four and a half I'm not quite five but um, it's certainly high I I think I'm four and a half yeah I really enjoy this movie and, and mm. I know that um, in fact we haven't really gone laid, laid into Hopkins's uh, stuff as much <laughs> as we could have done it is weird you know it is strange you know the whole thing I, I do every time I watch the film I do think uh, when when he's sort of scribbling on his chalkboard and going with his eye, squinty eye and everything, I do think is who how, what research did he do? You know, I don't remember Kirk Douglas sounding like that when he had his. Kirk Douglas is a hundred this year. Oh my god! Um, Two thousand sixteen. Kirk Douglas apparently is going to be a hundred years old, um, and I don't want to. I hope I haven't jinxed that. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's still um, alive and well. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so it is a challenging performance, I think, uh, and it, and it and it was too much for my my sister, bless her. She she's like, I think without that, she would have really really enjoyed this movie, um, like hundred percent. But yeah, but that just does. She just can't handle that at all when he comes out. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, yeah. And and when I watched the film again the other day, I, I'm I'm always surprised because I don't watch it like every year or anything. But I'm always surprised at how much it affects me. Yes, me. Too. And how impressive um, it is, and how yeah. much I'm just like, oh man, Julia Armand. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the one that wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, it 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 pushes a lot of buttons for me as well. Very mm. various things, you know, and and I. I you know, I I don't know. I guess it's like anything when you, when you have one of these sort of, you know, big, dramatic sort of uh, you know, big scope type movies. You know, you, if you if you buy into it, and you know, if you if you drink the Kool Aid and get into it and and really sort of you know experience the film as, as 
the maker sort of intended you to experience it. It, it you know, it's so good, you know. And, yeah. and of course, it, if there's anything that's really not working for you in the film, it just balls that up completely. I mean, you know, we we had that with um, I can't remember which which film we were talking about a while ago, probably last year now. But I remember you saying this particular character um, really got on your tits, and I remember thinking. Yeah, that's going to ruin the whole fucking movie. You know that that yeah. that's that's going to change the game for you. You know, that's why you don't like it as much as I do because that character isn't working for you. Well, with yeah. this film, it's um yeah, I, I I just I it's great. You know, I love it. I buy into it, and uh, and I thought, you know, it's a it's a most enjoyable watch every time. Fantastic. Mm. There you go. If you're not seen yeah. it, go watch it. Go watch it. Right, and uh, Ben and I, I hope we're going to keep this sort of trend going with these uh, film club episodes, because yeah. there's just so many of them that we need to uh, dive into and do. But uh, we'll do a couple of uh, double bills along the way, mm-hmm. and then eventually we will uh, get into uh, some sort of um, re- big retro- bigger retrospective at some point. But uh, until then, uh, I will be back next week with somebody talking about <laughs> something. Yes, and I'll be back with you, probably talking about something else. Fantastic. 